Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things. We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet. Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing the five main tips to navigate the summer social events. But first, if you are a returning listener, you know the deal. If you keep coming back, you're enjoying the content. If you have not left a review, please do so. New listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, please head back and listen to the rest or just jump through to the topics that interest you. And if you are finding yourself sticking around, please leave us a quick five-star review. This is a free podcast. This is not sponsored. We do not ask for anything. There's no monetary value placed on this podcast. Just us delivering as much value to you as we possibly can for free. So that's a little payback. Quick five-star review, a little blurb if you can, greatly appreciated. But diving right in, the top five tips to navigate all the social events coming up this summer. This has been a hot topic with our clients lately, and I think it's just everybody kind of feels that transitional season coming in hot, and we're going to do another episode just discussing more so how to navigate those changes as parents, as business owners, what our plan is for the summer, um, just because that's a big shift. So that will be coming. But this one is more so just tips for you guys on how to navigate the social aspect of summer. Because as we all know, summer is usually booked full of events and fun things to do and you're outside more and there's more parties. So it can be a little bit tricky if you don't have a plan in place to navigate that when it comes to your health and your fitness goals. And I think summer is often the time where a lot of people sort of let up on the gas a little bit, which is okay. But at the same time, you still want to be doing the things that make you feel your best. Yeah, Summer is usually the finish line. So we have all these goals throughout the year. We want to do this for strength, want to do this for physique. But the deadline is always summer. Once I get to summer, I want to feel good for summer. This is the point I want to be at during the summer months. And everything else hits the fan once you get that point. You're kind of enjoying yourself. And that's kind of what a lot of people use as the excuse. I worked hard all year to get to this point to prepare for summer. And now it doesn't matter. I'll start over again next year. And that's the key word there or the key term is start over. We want to avoid that. We want to make sure that maybe we're maintaining for summer. We're not working on new progress for summer. But... You don't want to throw everything into the wind and start over every year or there's really no progress. It's just this vicious cycle, this vicious roller coaster of ups and downs. So we want to discuss today what you can do to maintain all that progress and how you can balance that so it's not overwhelming thinking about health and fitness. It just works within your lifestyle. So jumping right in, number one, this one is something that we have been sticking to already as the plans start to pile up and it's to not overbook yourself. It's okay to say no to things. It's okay to not schedule out your entire summer every weekend. And for us this year, it was something Josh kind of, you know, enforced within our little family circle here that, you know, we were going to have more of a relaxing, chill summer. And that's not to say we're not going to go out and do things and enjoy events with the people that we love, but we're just not going to book ourselves every weekend. Um, All of June is already booked. So we're really, I'm already setting boundaries for both July and August with my family and things that have already come up. And it's hard, but at the same time, like, 
it's not that hard. It's it's not that hard. And you have to do like I'm the type of person that sort of gets I'm a people pleaser, so I want everybody to be happy. And I get worked up like thinking about saying no. And that makes me like anxious. But then when I actually just do it and speak my mind and set that boundary, it actually feels really good. Like I I feel relieved. So if you're like me and you can relate to that, know that it takes practice to say no, but especially to the people that you love. But, you know, you have to do what's right for you in the end. Yeah, it's uh, last summer was booked before it even started. And as I was seeing that happening this year, I just Nope, put my phone down. We're not we're not doing this again. It's not enjoyable when every single weekend is planned out and you can't have the freedom to do whatever you want. Um, so I saw like three, four things popping up and the conversation that Alessandra and I had was, we're going to tell everybody maybe. Maybe we're going to come. Maybe we're not, but do not plan on us coming. Um, it'll probably be a spur of the moment decision. We'll probably end up coming, but it's going to be our decision that day. Um, you know, if you want to have a party on Memorial Day or this or that, like cool. We'll probably be there, but there's a chance we're not going to be there. It's uh, it's just too much when you have three months that are supposed to be the most exciting months of the year. And they can be. Certain times, plans are fun. I would love to plan one more family vacation with everybody. Um, but when it's every single weekend, these little things, these little gatherings, little get-togethers where you're doing more driving than hanging out, and it's two hours here and three hours there and back and forth and back and forth, it just takes the fun out of it. It sucks the life out of you. Um, so we, we kind of took this as a two way street. So even for Kai's birthday party, like nobody can come. It's my parents, Alessandra's parents, our siblings. Um, I think one or two friends, um, the rest of our families, aunts, uncles, cousins, nobody can make it. And that's fine. We're cool with that. We're not rescheduling it. We had some people ask if they could plan another day and we just said, Nope, you know, we understand what's going on. It's busy for everybody. Um, but it's, it's not that we're going to get butt hurt, butt hurt over it. We don't want anyone else to be butt hurt, butt hurt over us not coming. It's just the way it's going to go. It's going to be very, uh, very free flowing this year. And I think that is super exciting. And I think also like for us to like with the baby coming at the end of the summer, it's like, we're leaning into that even more, but you don't need to be having a baby to be leaning into that. And I think that it's a great lesson to just, you know, truly think about the things that you want to say yes and say no to and don't just say yes to everything because it's an option. So that's number one. Number two, not every single event, dinner, party, barbecue that you go to needs to be this like, I'm going to go all out with drinks and food event. And I think that this is where that scarcity mindset comes in. We think about these parties and events and things are as things that only happen, you know, over the summer or once a year. And the reality is that they're happening a lot more. It's just we sort of hype them up in our minds and we get there and we want to just indulge in all the things and not really think about anything when it comes to nutrition or if we're going to be doing our training that day. Um, But not every single event that you go to needs to be that way. And I think you have to just sort of remind yourself that, you know, there's going to be more events. There's going to be plenty of more barbecues and things that you do enjoy and drinks and all of that. So be selective and choose the things that you truly want in that moment rather than just indulging in it because it's there and you don't know when you're going to have it again. You can have it again tomorrow if you really want to. Moderation is the most difficult tool to apply. So it's easy to go all out. It's easy to completely restrict. It is very difficult to dip your toes into something in regards to food. That would be having a bit of this or that in regards to the treats and then, you know, prioritizing 
nutrient-dense whole foods. I'm going to enjoy this in moderation. That's more difficult than saying, I'm not going to have any of this. And it's more difficult than saying, fuck it, I'm going to have everything. So this is a situation where you need to take a step back and really have a plan before you dive into everything else, before you dive into the event itself and just say, hey, this is what I want to do today and stick to that plan. Once you have a plan and you've set that in stone, it should be easier to exercise a sense of discipline and not go overboard. And then you won't throw off everything you've been doing. Josh is jumping into number three here, which is plan ahead for what you can control. So we'll kind of go that route now. But going back to the all or nothing mindset that you just sort of mentioned, that's something that I would say 99, if not 100% of our new clients with coaching struggle with. And it's something that our coaches are having lots of deep conversations about. And it's switching that mindset and improving your mindset in that area and getting comfortable with moderation, with being in the gray area, with being in the in that middle zone, it takes time. It's not something that you're going to go to one event and you're going to be like, okay, I did great this time. I'm good to go. It's never going to happen again. It's going to be a two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. So understand that these mindset changes take a lot of work, reflection, conversation, having a plan. So jumping into number three, planning ahead for what you can control. For example, let's say you have a Sunday barbecue at your family's house, at your aunt's house. What time is that? How can you set up the rest of the day to support your health and your fitness goals and doing things that make you feel good so that you can go to that and enjoy yourself? And when we say plan ahead, I'm talking about it in two ways. So number one, kind of have an idea of how you want to tackle the food situation there um, or how you want to maybe you set a limit on alcoholic drinks that you have that day maybe you just set yourself a limit for one or two drinks versus just going and then you know just drinking because you're drinking and you're not even keeping track be intentional be aware of what you're consuming and really tune in and figure out if that's something that you truly want in the moment Or are you just having it because it's there in front of you? Um, And on the other side of the spectrum, planning around the event. So what does your breakfast look like that day? Are you going to get a workout in before you go? Are you going to get a walk in afterwards? Maybe you can go for a walk with your family while you're at the party. Um, So, you know, just thinking about how you can make all these avenues of your fitness and your health fit in that day. And there's plenty of different variations that you can do to still make it all work together and happen so that you can end the day feeling as good as you possibly can. Are you going to track the whole day? Are you going to you know, roll with intuitive eating? Are you going to stop eating the moment you feel full? So some basic things we'll implement when we're talking about intuitive eating and you know, enjoying yourself while you're away is prioritize whole foods, prioritize protein, drink plenty of water, listen to your body, stop eating when you're full. Um, eat very slowly, and that allows your intuitive cues to kick in a lot faster. They're not a lot faster, but allow you to uh, understand them and process them more in real time versus I just slammed down three plates really fast, and I just realized how full I am, and now I'm very uncomfortable. So different levels to it, um, and you have to decide what your plan is going to be. You might track the entire day, and you can estimate portion sizes and track those. Um, you might reduce the size of your meals leading up to and following that event. Um, it just comes down to what makes sense for you. What does that moderation look like? What is fitting into your current goals if you have any or what can keep you you know, just feeling good and thriving biofeedback-wise? 
Number four, bring a dish that you will enjoy, that you will enjoy. Um, Number one, it's obviously great to show up not empty handed. (laughs) But number two, you know, maybe you make like one of my favorite things to make in the summer that we've been having lately is a quinoa salad. It's a cold quinoa salad. Um, It's quinoa, tricolor quinoa, goat cheese. I chop up some bell peppers. I chop up some onions sometimes. You can literally do anything you want to it, but I just kind of combine all this stuff together. Um, A little olive oil and it just is something that's so simple and something that also I know that I'll want that has some quality nutrients in it. Um, And it's just an easy thing that you can do to ensure that you do enjoy yourself and are eating something that makes you feel good while you're there. So um, it doesn't have to be a quinoa salad. It could be anything that you desire, but just show up with something that, you know, contributes to what you deem valuable when it comes to your health. And I think it's a great conversation starter. People love to ask you for recipes. Um, it, It opens other people's eyes up as well to what healthy can truly be so i think that's just that's just one of my favorite things to do when we go to events well this is going to be the summer of couscous salad yeah so the couscous arugula lemon really good garlic pepper uh what is feta in that is there any cheese yeah you put feta um you said lemon Mm -hmm. again tomatoes um again one of those things that you can kind of just put whatever vegetables that you like I didn't know what couscous was until like three months ago. We had it for the first time. It's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. It's really good. So yeah, if you struggle with desserts, uh, maybe you make something healthy, healthy dessert. So one thing we've been doing too is it's almost like this pie filling. Frozen uh, fruits, like a splash of water just so it can kind of melt in that and create this little, uh, I don't know, filling. And then like a tablespoon of honey and some cinnamon sprinkled on top. It tastes like the inside of a pie and you throw that on some Cool Whip. Tons of micronutrients, tons of fiber. Um, Super easy. No added sugar besides a little bit in the in the Cool Whip. Nothing crazy though. Uh, super easy, super good. Um, again, little things like that. If you struggle with, you know, I don't want to go in on the desserts because I'm going to go all out. So I'd rather just lay back. So maybe bring a fruit platter or you do something like that. Figure out what your needs are. If you're good and you just want to enjoy in moderation, great. If you need to bring something special, that's one more tool in your tool belt. And lastly, number five, focusing on conversation over consumption. This is a big one. And I think it's really, really hard to do if you're not used to doing it or if you're in the moment. So again, creating that awareness around it, being mindful about it when you're driving there, um, you know, just thinking about oh, I'm, I'm going to talk to two new people I don't usually talk to, or I'm going to talk to Aunt Sally when we usually don't say more than hi and bye, or, you know, kind of just be being aware of what you're going to do in the sense of conversation and sticking with that and putting yourself in just a different scenario than showing up with the sole purpose to eat and drink all day because that awareness is key and also... That's probably not serving you um, up until now if you are trying to focus on your health and fitness goals. So just be with the people that you're going to be around. Talk to them. um, Start conversations and just focus on that. Make that your priority and make that the purpose rather than the purpose being just about food, which food is great. We love food. I'm Italian. I mean, we grow up with food being something that we celebrate all things with and it's a it's a cultural thing 
but at the same time, it doesn't have to be the whole thing. It doesn't have to be the entire picture. So just even if it's completely different for the rest of your family, if you can show up with that awareness and that mindfulness and kind of stay, hold that with you throughout the party, throughout the event, it will make a difference. And listen, if your Aunt Sally sucks, then leave her in the corner. Nobody has to talk to Aunt Sally, racist old lady. But if you show up with the practice of mindfulness, so something we discuss a lot, meditation, mindfulness, just enjoy where you are, who you're with, what you're doing. Enjoy those foods in moderation, but don't focus. You're not going there. You didn't show up there so you could eat and drink. You showed up there to spend time with your family, with your friends, whoever it is, whoever's throwing the gathering, doesn't matter. Be in the moment, enjoy the moment, and don't use food and drinks as your coping mechanism. And if you find yourself doing that, which is how I used to drink, like if I was just in a situation that I was not comfortable, you would see me just slurping down alcohol. I'm sure many of you are in the same situation. If that's how it is and you're not going to enjoy being there, then don't go. But if that's a place you truly want to be and you want to enjoy the people, places, things, everything around you, do that. And then the food and the drinks are just there to um, complement everything else that's going on. But that is not the reason you showed up. So just remember that. So there are our top five tips. Notice that none of them really involve restriction. We want this to be something that you guys have control over and you guys are aware about all of these things that you're you're doing, whether you have a party that day or if it's just a normal summer work day, be aware and remind yourself that this is your life. This is your body. You deserve to reach your goals and feel good in your body and feel good in your in your life. And you can still go out and have fun and do all of these fun things all summer with more of that mindfulness. So hopefully you took away at least one little tidbit from this episode. Um, but again, we will come back to this topic in a few weeks, just talking about how we can better navigate these seasons of transition and when the kids are home from school and it's summer break and life just looks different. So we'll talk about that a little bit more, but I think we'll leave it there. Where can they find you? I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. I'm at Josh Skutnik. Everything else you need is linked in the show notes.